What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of FMF Podcast. Yes, sir. We're yeah, back, man. Baby. Boys, with me again. <laughs> Said we would be right back at another another good topic. But first, if y'all know who you are, I'm Giovanni. Yo, I'm Paul. I'm Trayvon. Hey, FMF. Every yes. day, all day. So yes, today we got another topic with you for you today. Um, today's topic is going to be in 2021 with your money. Should you invest it? Or you should be able to save it. Mm-hmm. Now, I have this question that's been coming up with me because um, I'm stepping into the entrepreneur world. And I've always been a 9 to 5 guy, which I love, of course. But I'm dipping into this entrepreneur stage. And I'm getting some extra money. So, I'm going in between 401ks, stocks. They got the forex coming up, Bitcoin. And I'm trying to figure out sometimes what should I do with my money. So, I got some saved, but I don't know if I should save that much or save that little. Then I'm starting to learn a little bit about the Bitcoin and the Forex. I don't know if I should play around in that pond. And, of course, I talked to my dad. He got the old school, which say old school way, of course. There's the 401Ks, the, the IRAs, all those, you know, different types. Yeah, different types. So, my mind is everywhere when it comes to this money. So sometimes I be like, oh, should I invest or or should I save? So, hey, I just want to throw this topic out. And, of course, we got Mr. Finance over here. He may be able to give us some tips, man. So Absolutely. what do you think, like, um, should you start investing or all of it? Should you save some of it? Should it be 25% there, 50%? What, what are your takes yeah. on, of course, your opinion on it? So I, I see my boy Trey got the pen and pad ready. Yeah, he always yeah. ready to take notes. We yeah. all right. uh, but, you know, everybody's situation is a little bit different. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, But I feel like everybody definitely needs to save. Everybody definitely needs to invest. What I usually tell people is you want to have about like six months of your expenses saved up, you know what I'm saying, for a rainy day. And this is the reason why I tell people that. It needs to be in some type of uh, like savings account, money market, something that you could go in and get it out real quick and not have to worry about any type of tax consequences. So I know some people, some people, they like to invest all their money, which, hey, I'm not mad at you about that, but if you ever got like a... um, like you got an emergency or something where you need to get money out. Right, day. Exactly. Yeah. And if you got all your money invested and you taking out your investment, people don't understand if you made gains on that money, you gotta pay taxes on that money. Penalties. It's tight. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh it's called capital gains tax yeah. on uh some of your investments. So that's the thing people gotta be aware of if you start investing your money, um, and you don't have a savings that's set aside. So I always try to let people know about that as well, that, yeah, you definitely need to invest and you want to invest as much money as possible. But for those rainy days, you don't want to try to take out those things because you could possibly have those capital gains tax uh, penalties. Um, and then the other thing with the capital gains tax, just to break it down a little bit further. Yeah, cause like, yeah, cheap, you know, yeah so, <laughs> with cap- so basically capital gains tax is when you invest money and it appreciates or you make money off of it. So as you start making money off of it, you you get taxed, but you only get taxed on a portion that you make the money off of. So let's say you put a hundred dollars in, okay, and it go up to two hundred dollars, and you take that two hundred dollars out, you only get taxed on that hundred dollars mm. that it went up. So and so that's that's where that capital gains tax come from. But it's two things with the capital gains tax. You got what we call short-term okay. capital gains, and you got long-term capital gains. Short-term is anything under a year. 
So if you invested that hundred dollars yeah. and it went up to two hundred dollars, you took that two hundred dollars out in under a year. What happens is you get taxed at a higher rate. That's like a penalty. Get you penalty you know on the whole money? Yo, and the government gonna get theirs. They're gonna get theirs. The government hey, gonna man, get theirs. Take yeah. everything. It don't matter. I thought it was a good upside. Yeah, yeah, the government gonna get theirs. So with the short term, with the short term, um, you get taxed at a higher rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just to give like an example, and also too, let me make a disclosure. Yeah, anything, anything we talk about in this podcast, make sure you do your own research. This is yeah. not financial advice. Um, you know, make sure you talk to your, your licensed, uh, uh, investment advisor, your, you know, your licensed professional, but you know, these are just good, uh, generalities and not specific investment advice. You got to make that clear because people can yeah. shoot. So this is not financial advice. This is just, uh, educational purposes. Um, make sure you do your uh, research, but when you got the short term, uh, you could be taxed like I think it's uh, somewhere like around twenty to thirty percent yeah. uh, for real, your short yeah. term real estate. I know it's thirty three. Yeah, 30, with, with short term, yeah, and it's similar to like real estate. Yeah, and, and your money that's a, that's a lot. Really, yeah. Dang, yeah. that's a lot. And so that's why be flipping and stuff no more mm-hmm. because when you flip, that's a quick profit. So and so. Yeah, that's so, what I thought. So. Um, that capital gains tax is thirty four percent. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's, they eat so that if money. Make, if you make a hundred thousand, if you make a hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars, you gotta get thirty four. <laughs> thirty four thousand. That's a lot of money. <laughs> oh, no, bro. oh no, oh jump. Yes, man. Oh, and man. it's the same thing with investments. But that's why when you invest, you want to invest for the long term. Uh, with long term, because after you get by that year. It go down dramatically. I think it's somewhere in the teens, like 16 percent, uh-huh. somewhere around there. So you paying way less in taxes. So that's why when you invest, you should be planning to invest for the long term. Now it's people making a killing from investing in, in, in um, you know, what we call day trading. Which yeah. is the yeah the uh, you know what I'm saying like I'm starting to learn a little bit on it man yeah started, you know people actually got research man don't yeah. be skeptical of things I'm starting to learn man yeah people real, make it like real. forex um day trading all that type mm-hmm. of stuff man it's not like people not making money off of it but you just gotta know what you're doing I'm not an expert in those things so yeah. you know I I don't know the inner workings of like how that stuff work. But yeah. I do know people are making money off of it. Yeah. And from what my knowledge is, you got to make sure you got your money set aside for taxes. As long as you got that set aside, you Yeah, that's not like with any entrepreneurship because it's yeah. like you're not working for that company. They can't take it out with that W-2. Right. So people make a lot of money and then they hit, hit later on because you think the IRS ain't looking. Or they looking. Right. They, they, they watching bank accounts. They watching everything. Cash apps. No, man. People think that's money. Yeah, that's man. And the other thing, too. Don't try to lie because all these platforms, they got your social, they got your driver's license information. The IRS will find out. They you will. You can't add. No. They will find That's out. That's indictment coming into play. Exactly. Bro. And they're going to go back and they're going to charge you penalties. Oh, man. If you try to avoid it as well. So you're going to be paying even more in taxes. Dang. So you just got to be careful of that. But to get back to the point yeah. um, of like the capital gains, um, it does... It, like, like I said, it is a good to invest, but you just got to be aware of that. So, like I said, I like to tell people to put money into, like, your savings or what we call, like, a money market account, which is pretty much a savings account that gives you a better rate of return than what uh, most of the banks' regular savings accounts give you. And there's no tax penalties 
for taking money out of it worked just like a savings account. Yeah. It just you getting a higher rate of return for your money. But it's just but don't expect nothing crazy like six percent. You might get like one percent or something like that. Yeah. But it's better than point okay. zero one percent with a savings account. Hmm. Okay. So, so that's a good that's a good spot just to hold your emergency savings in just to get at least a little bit of money, but that you don't have to worry about tax penalties right. for taking out. So uh like back to that question, is it which one is more important or yeah, which one is better? Yeah. For me, it's investing. Yeah, investing always. Yeah, it's investing, man. Okay. Like, like once you got your a good comfortable amount saved up, mm-hmm. everything else need to be going towards investing. Mm-hmm. Because with investing, man, it's the opportunity. I, I like to put it like this: right. we work nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Right. We work anywhere eight to 12, 14 hours a day to right. make money. But what are we doing to have money make money for us? You know what I'm saying? Money while you're sleeping. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where the investing comes in. So you work all day and night to make the money, have your money start working for you while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that's what investing gives you that opportunity to do. If you put your money in a savings account, you get point zero one percent So for every $100, they give you a penny. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you expect your money to grow? I didn't even like know that until I got older. Why my parents, of course, they always say, get your savings account and make sure you put all in there. And I'm like, yo, because, I know. Because they didn't have the financial education. They yeah. didn't have the resources. Yeah. Yo, everybody out there, you got Google. You know what I'm saying? You got Google. You can yeah. Google everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we got we got libraries where you can get books. It's Education is right there at our fingertips. Yeah. So you can't keep lying. People can't keep lying to us. And saying, yo, put your money in the savings account uh-huh. and, and you, you'll be good. Just keep saving in the savings account. And first off, we in different times now. Right? Yeah. Back then, parents, uh, you know, you spoke on like 401k yeah, and that's things it. like that. Those things were that was the only thing I knew. It, was t- it, it wasn't that. Yeah. They had pensions. Yeah. So pensions, yeah, so it was guaranteed for a while. Now with us, 401ks is what you contribute into it. So yeah. if you ain't contributing into it, it don't do you no yeah. good. Yeah. Which I highly suggest. That's another form of investing. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's another form of investing, man. If you if you got a 401k at your job and they uh, match a certain amount. I used to do it all the time. Yo. At Walmart. At yeah. minimum, bro. Mm-hmm. At minimum, you should be putting in what they matching. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because it's free money. Mm-hmm. They give you free money. And so... So if you put fifty dollars in, they pretty much saying, "All right, we'll match your fifty with another fifty right. to help you invest." So it's free money that you use. First off, especially if you love the company, you believe in it. That's how you could possibly support the company right. as well. Um, but it's also uh, a great like investment to just to get started with and mm-hmm. just to really start building, man. Just like I, a, a starter investment when you like starting out when you. Have, Get your first job or something like that. What a good job. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and just go ahead and pop into that 401k. Yeah, yo, I always tell people, like, when I sit down and they talk about investing, first thing is, yo, do your job got 401k? Smart because you're already there. You know what I'm saying? And like, before you, yeah. before you start talking about anything else, especially if your money is tight, yo, invest in your 401k. Yeah. Let that build up. So, yeah. that's good. The plus side about that too is they can take it out your check, so you never realize exactly. it. missing. Exactly. You know, when it comes to investing, investing and spending is two different things. Right. But you're still gonna be looking at the extraction. You're looking at the takeaway. So it's like, I right, if I have to spend fifty dollars mm-hmm. every paycheck, 
then it's going to be like, I could be mm-hmm. doing something else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if they just take it out, then you're not even going to be... Pay- Most people don't read their pay stuff. They just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. all right, this the chunk. This is what I made. Uh, this is what I know I'm going to be yeah, making. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I don't really look at that. It take out the thinking for you. Yeah. yeah. You just said it, be like, up six percent. And if you can invest more, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give like little basics, um, since we're talking about investing, you know, uh 401ks and things like that. Mm-hmm. You got uh you got two types of uh uh what you call it? Um yeah, you got two types of like four one k or investment vehicles in the four one k. So you got possibly a traditional or you got Roth IRA. Yeah, so you got two different types. That's what I'm learning. Yeah, so um, you you since you learned about it, you know you want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, because I'm trying to learn. It a yeah, bit. I know it's the Roth. No, I'm I'm, I'm asking you because I'm yeah. I'm still in the Google stage. I'm learning about it because of course I won't. Taught a lot about all yeah. my parents about so all I know is about the four K. Now I'm trying to learn about the Roth and yeah. all that. Yeah, I'm I'm slow to the game. I'm gonna get it. No, no, it's time. good because um. So basically, you got the two types. You got the Roth, and then you got your uh, traditional. Okay. So with the traditional, basically, the purpose of a traditional is to lower your taxable income. Right. So basically, what traditional is when you invest in traditional, that money comes out before taxes come out. Mm-hmm. So. With a lot of the a lot of the people that invest in the traditional IRAs, the people that got like a lot of money, and they want to reduce how much in taxes they pay. So what happens is with the traditional, they'll say, "Hey, I want X amount taken out." So now that amount comes out, and then the taxes come out. So what happens is as it grows, you know, it, it continues to grow. But the downside with the traditional is uh, one. Once you start taking from it at retirement age, so anything after 59 and a half, mm-hmm. you, uh, after you start taking out of it, taxes get taken out of it. So let's say you start taking out of it and you're supposed to get $1,000. Mm-hmm. The government might take like 200 of that out and then you only get 800 a month. Yeah. So the taxes come out when it's time to uh, enact on the funds mm-hmm. or when you decide to retire. Mm-hmm. What the Roth is... It come out after taxes, so your taxes come out, and then your the amount that you want to invest in the Roth comes out, and so now. But the good thing about the Roth is when you get to retirement age, mm-hmm. you start. Uh, it doesn't take any taxes out. So if you're supposed to get a thousand, you get a thousand dollars. That's what I'm leaning towards. That yeah. So I went to a seminar one time, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is completely accurate or if I'm going to explain it the right way, but I heard that with the Roth. You can feed that more. It's more of a limit. It's limited on what you could do with the traditional. Uh-huh. But as far as like investment wise, you can feed that more. Like it's unlimited. Like a lot of people use the strategy in real estate for wholesaling. Like they got the flipping and then they got what they their buying holes, their rentals and their portfolio, all of that stuff. Yeah. That's separate. But as far as the Roth IRA, what they would do is they can feed that with their wholesaling, their fast money. And they could keep on putting all of that there, and then they could use that for, let's say, their children yeah. and stuff like that. It's something somehow they would link their children to the account, and now they, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying beneficiary. Yeah, yeah, they could do. They, yeah. they was doing a I, lot more freedom with the Roths. From from what I know, it's supposed to be a limit on both of them. Mm-hmm. That's what it's, it's always a limit. Yeah, because people you OD on that Roth, but, <laughs> exactly. but I, I do know I know with Roth. 
if you make over a certain amount, you can't contribute to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that, as far as what I know, too, with the Roth, I think it is a certain limit um, that you can add to it. I want to say, like I said, y'all make sure y'all do your own research and everything. Yeah. But I want to say it's about, like, uh, in Virginia, because it could be different in different states. But I think right. it's, like, 5000 5600 somewhere around there mm-hmm. um, that you could contribute to your uh, to your IRA and investment vehicle. Because mm-hmm. what happened is, if it won't no limit, man, people will be just dumping money up in there. It was and, a loophole. Mm, it, it could be. It was a loophole. Because it was like, it ain't like exactly what they're contributing, but it say they linked their business with it. Mm-hmm. So whatever their business was making on the, like, like, so they put that wholesale inside of the business towards it. So that is going to there. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's being that funded and funneling there. And they was using it. Like I said, I, like it's been a while since I went to the seminar. Yeah. I got to yeah. go back to my notes. I wrote hella notes on it. Yeah. So I was like, this is the smartest shit I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they was, basically they found the loophole to be able to use the Roth, self-directed Roth IRA. Uh, let the funds come into it to contribute to it. Versus them actually like I don't even put this in money in. Yeah, like it was automatic. Like the you know proceeds from like a sale or yeah, something yeah. like that. Smart. It, it, it may be, but as far as what I know, I, I from what I been studying and everything, yeah. I think it is a limit. Yeah, that you could contribute every year to uh, both of those products. But um, yeah, we might. I, I got to double check on that one, y'all. That's a good question. Like I, I, I'm not sure about that one. Um, but with the with the um, like I said, with the Roth though. Once you once it's time for retirement, after you get past fifty nine and a half, you don't have to pay taxes on it. So that's the beautiful part about that. The other thing with the traditional too is um, with the Roth also, you could also choose not to enact on it and pass it down. Mm, see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With traditional, um, after I think it's seventy, they are they start they actually start <laughs> taxing you for not taking. For not taking the money. Mm. So 59 to 70? Yeah, once you hit about 70 uh-huh. or 70 and a half, yeah. you, they got weird numbers. But uh, after <laughs> 70, if you, have, if you haven't started like taking out from your IRA, uh-huh. your traditional IRA, they start penalizing you for it. For my own money? The, the reason why is you never got taxed on it. Oh yeah, you so never got taxed. Been on it. The song. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so they, they, they want to yeah. get they, they want to get their money. Yeah. So after about seventy, wow. seventy, seventy and a half, yeah. If you ain't start taking out that money, they started taxing you on the uh, percentage of how much your monthly is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. They start taxing you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we learning here, man. Yeah. So learning out here. Yeah, it's big, man. But uh, that's just to break down the two. You know uh, types of IRAs, and usually those are embedded in the um, the four hundred one ks as well. Mm-hmm. So y'all make sure y'all sit down with like a, your HR specialist at your job, um, mm-hmm. and you know sit down and talk to them and and figure out a strategy of like how you want to divide everything up. Because like I say, it's really catered towards what your thought process is, what you want, uh, and also like how. How much money you making? All of that stuff need to be factored in. So Thanks. it's good to sit down with like a licensed professional to really uh, talk, look into your situation, 
and uh and get the results that you're looking for but that 401k is big that's the that should be the first thing your first right. investment if your job offers it okay if that should be the first investment man i so, know um i know a guy who when i first like actually paying attention to because i heard a lot about 401k i ain't gonna lie and especially being young i was just like absent-minded about it like it was like, curious i want my money right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, same way. Uh, it was a, another a brother of mine. Um, we resemble each other in a lot of ways. We resonate. So when he spoke about it, um, he was like, his last job that he was at, they had a, like, I think they had like a company layoff. He was there for a good amount of years. They had like a company layoff and he invested in the 401k. He said he was able to leave that job with 27000 Oh. Because between this, and it was like automatic, like he, you know, he wasn't thinking about it. Like after it was set up, that was all the thinking. And then he was able to leave that job like twenty seven thousand. And he, I met him at the job that I currently work at. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't pay attention to the four hundred one k until he paid it. He he brought it up and told me about that. I've been there longer than him, years longer than him. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm already at like six thousand And I'm like. <laughs> like, like, I'm missing yeah. money, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, and now he said, Hell, but you'll be number like $25. Oh, there ain't no money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I don't know, you've been working alongside each other. And I work more than him. Like, he yeah. had another job. Like, that's my primary job. So, I work more than him. Yeah. And it could accumulate a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I could be at like 20 right now. That's crazy. Know? No, that's like all right, yeah, yeah. Four one. Go ahead, get it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta set that up. More millionaires are made from their four hundred one k than probably anything else, man. Mm. I'm telling you, more yeah. millionaires are made from their four hundred one k than anything else. You know how to, you know how to, you get your plan and you work the plan. Mm. And now that I think about it, bro, Trey, you right. Uh, with the Roth and everything, uh-huh. it, it's not no limit. <laughs> because I, I just thought about it. it it's not no <laughs> limit. Um. It's not no limit, bro. I just thought about it. Like when I was sitting here thinking, I'm thinking about something else, y'all. I'm thinking about something yeah. else. No, it's not. It's not a limit on it. Ooh. So, I, so Ooh. that is probably true. Mm-hmm. What? How they fund them for their retirement? Take the proceeds and put it in the raw. Yeah. Let it build up. Yeah. And and invest in it properly. Yo, it, it's probably right. But um, get me excited. But yeah. <laughs> but with that 401k though. But yeah. but like what I said too is if you make a certain amount of money. Uh, I think it's annually. You're not able to invest in a uh, Roth anymore. Mm-hmm. So then you got to try to funnel that into like a traditional, and then they come to get their money. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After about like seven. Like, yeah, nah, exactly. Like, so you can put your phone. They get extra money. You can start learning about the bitcoins. Like doing that, or start doing other investments like saving. Well, you can tap a lot on the saving. It seems like it's all yeah. basically an answer. I mean, I mean, it's about investing. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you got your emergency okay, fund. Right. Like that's the most important thing, man. Okay. Like, cause people go rushing into um, investing, and then something happened. Yeah. And they only ask. And they they only ask. They gotta dig into their investment now. Yeah. And yeah. now you get now you gotta pay taxes on that money that you already just used up for an emergency. God, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. now it makes really sense. putting you in the hole. So that's why I say the first thing, man. Invest in your uh, 401k at your job. Both then, money. then for then, uh, then you focus on building up your emergency, emergency savings, emergency, and then after that, everything outside of that, 
My belief is yo, invest it, man. Make yeah, the money, make the money grow. Stop bro. buying sneakers and invest. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. Hey, shots fired. Hey, man. Come on, man. We got better shoes, better, uh, better than our portfolio when it comes yo, to man. better than our wealth, man. Yeah, man. I was a victim of that. I'm playing, but we all have a pants. I was there too, man. Had had freshest shirts, clothes, uh-huh. all the stuff that didn't yeah, even matter. Yeah, I was yeah. buying rims for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you the system. Yeah. Yeah. You had to go back, and I was thinking about that, man. But but it's normal. Like a lot of dudes go through that. That's just how we are, man. We um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you always it's time to learn. It's always time to learn. And sometimes you play around and do your thing. I mean, you gotta get out your system before, man. I remember them days. You gotta enjoy life, man. Yeah, enjoy life. Things happen, man. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Learn how to budget. Learn how to budget your money. So you know, you you got your bills. You got what you gonna invest uh-huh. and things like that, but you can also have your little play money too. Right, you know what I'm saying? Ain't wrong with that. You got your little play money. You know, take yeah. take your lady out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, once in a while, ladies, get your get your shoes or your purse or whatever. Yeah, but the but you gotta have your main focus, right? Which is Probably creating too. wealth. Exactly. You know, build building uh you know generational wealth if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, making sure you put yourself in a better financial space. So that's why I really believe, like I said. 401k, mm-hmm. then savings, then you invest everything else. And I know we touched a lot on the 401k because that is the the most basic and the easiest one for people to get into. Into investment, and I, I feel like that's the one you really should focus on first. And then outside of that, then as you gain your knowledge or you sit down with like a licensed professional and you learn, um, you know, more about like the stock markets, mutual funds, ETFs, mm-hmm. and we'll get into all that stuff. Another you know, time. on another time. Yeah, because um, we ain't talking head off. Yeah, we exactly. Don't give our opinions on this, man. Yeah, it's good. but it's, good. But okay. it's a lot of stuff out there. Dividend paying stocks. People uh-huh. don't understand. You can invest in a in a in a company, and they pay you every month, every uh, three three months, or semi annually, or annually. They start paying you. You got bonds you can invest yeah. in. Mm-hmm. They pay you semi annually. There's so much stuff out here yeah. <laughs> that you can invest in. That like it is kind of overwhelming. So I highly suggest first off, man, you do your research yourself. Yeah. Because sometimes, man, you get get with these licensed professionals uh-huh. and they just gonna tell you something so they can make a profit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they just gonna right. tell you something yeah. like, yo, hey, yo, do this, do this, because they benefit from it and it might not benefit you as well. Yeah. So True. at least have a general knowledge. So when somebody tell you something, you be like, hold on, like that don't that don't seem right. Yeah. That don't sound right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and be willing to take the risk. Investment is a risk, mm-hmm. but be willing to take the risk. You gotta, you know, like think about where you're headed, what you're doing. Like, if you're never, if you stay in that comfort zone, which we talked about, if you stay right. in that comfort zone, then it's awesome, but it's never nothing that's going to grow there. You gotta step outside of your comfort zone. You gotta be willing to take the risk. Nothing big was ever made. Playing it safe, you know what I mean. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not easy. This is my input on this <laughs> on this topic. Yeah. It is not easy to save. That was my experience mm-hmm. because money. I learned the more financial literacy I gain, the more that I learn that money is kinetic. Money does not like to sit still. It has to go somewhere. So what I want to say is save with a purpose Mm -hmm. because so many of us have had this experience where it's like oh i'm saving i'm saving i'm saving cool 
and then an emergency happened. You know, for me, it's always the car. Always the car. <laughs> always. Oh, your money be right, and all of a sudden, like, come on, yeah, man. Thousand up, like I'm creeping up twelve hundred. I could do something, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That saying. too. It's like, like once you do start saving some money, then you look at it like, damn, I got money. No, you gotta, you gotta separate that. Like yeah. keep that separate mm-hmm. because then you start looking at it as, you know, uh, joined funds. Like, mm-hmm. like I now, it ain't that I have six hundred in my checking. It's like I have two thousand total. Yeah. No, you have six hundred. <laughs> that yeah. savings is separate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. So when it comes to the saving side, you have to you have to uh, you have to separate it, mm-hmm. and you have to have a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. Because oh, great tips. Because if I if I just save, that mm-hmm. money is going to go to something somewhere. If you save for a rainy day, a rainy day will come. Mm-hmm. But when I started saving for investment purposes, when I started saving for specific things, mm-hmm. then those specific things started to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, so now I save for the car, I can get the car because I save for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I save for investment purposes, I'm looking at this number. Then when I get, I, I, I know for a fact when I can, I can reach this number, I can get to this number and then I can invest that and keep going or something of that sort. If I'm saving for monthly expenses, mm-hmm. then I see it like it, it gradually increases and I get excited from my savings. I might take my budget, which I'm not the best at. We're, we're going to need some work. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? But I'll take the budget and my play money. Uh-huh. I'll be excited to see my savings start to increree. So my play money, I'll just do. I'll put half of that towards the savings. That's a quicker, right. like it's quicker to.